0: My friends I'm Jennifer all and today for our daily hope I want to start with a quote from Dallas Willard he said the most important thing in your life is not what you do it's who you become that's what you will take into eternity I use that quote to highlight the reality that God is so interested and invested in what's happening in your heart in your character that's being developed simply in who you are becoming. He sometimes asks us to do these things and gives us opportunities to take actions, not because he wants us to go through the motions, but because these are moments and opportunities to help shape us into becoming people who reflect his light. Today, we are looking at Psalm 50, and it is all about making an offering or bringing a sacrifice before the Lord in worship. And in this psalm, we have our great God in all of his majesty coming down before his people. And he says, gather up in front of me. I have a word to share with you. And his word is a word of rebuke. Because the people who are gathering and making sacrifices before the Lord were under the impression of some, basically some myths that God wanted to debunk for them. Myth number one was that God somehow needs their sacrifice, needed their offerings. And the truth is, is God does not need anything from us to get done what he needs to get done. What he wants to do, he's going to get done. It is not on you and I to provide him with money, resources, our gifts and talents and abilities. He is not dependent on us to do what he needs to do nor does he need our resources and our provisions. In fact, all of that is already his. He says in verse 9 through 11, I have no need of a bull from your stalls, nor of goats from your pens, for every animal of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains and the creatures of the field are mine. Everything, all of this, is already God's. What you think you have and what you think you have earned, it's already God's. It already belongs to Him. A better way to think about it is that you and I get to be stewards of what is God's. You and I are managers of God's property. How does that perspective shift the way you see your house, your car, your bank account? Myth number two that God wants to bust is that somehow our giving, our offerings, entitle us to get what we want from Him, as if we could buy a favor from God, or if we give all this to God, He somehow owes us. I know that in the world today, quite often we use money to flex our power, and that spills over into the church, and sometimes we think we vote with our pocketbooks. But the reality is, is God cannot be bought, and He is in no way indebted to us. Myth number three, that God is happy as long as we go through the motions. If we give to God what is His, He is content. That is one of the biggest rebukes in this psalm. He detests when people go through the motions with their actions and then they turn around and dishonor god with their words and their deeds and the way they treat other people so he rebukes his listeners the people who are doing these things and he closes with this stanza he says he who sacrifices thank offerings honors me and he prepares the way so that i may show him the salvation of god You see, that's the thing about our offerings and our sacrifices that we are willing to give to God in worship. It's not, we don't bow before God and take what we value most and offer it up to him because it benefits him. We do this because it benefits us. When we give to God, it opens us up And prepares a way, it prepares our hearts to receive and understand that God may show us his salvation. When, think about it, when you come before God. I know when you come to service, you walk by these little white buckets that are sitting on a table as you walk to our outdoor gatherings, and maybe you drop a check in there, or you drop in your tithes or your offering. That's what your action was. But spiritually, what happened in that moment was you came before the Lord and you bowed down and you put him back on the throne and you acknowledged him with gratitude and honor, declaring that he is the one that is worthy. It was a moment, an opportunity to choose to say, God, I acknowledge you and I practice humility and surrender. I declare that I trust you and I give you this thing that I value and I put it in your hands. I give back to you what is already yours. I acknowledge you as the provider. It is a way to say, God, I put your kingdom and your kingdom's causes above my own. I want to partner with what you're doing. I want to participate in all that you're doing, Lord. All of those things take place. That is why the very act of making an offering to God is something that helps us change and transform. It helps us become who we are called to be. It's not just the action. It's it's the heart and the character that is being developed through that action. So I just want to leave you with a couple of thoughts. What have you given to God lately? And how did you give it? What was your attitude when you gave that? Did you give willingly or begrudgingly? And maybe today you take a moment to dedicate something to God, something of your time, your talents, what you have been given. Maybe you offer it back to him. Do that and see how that tangible act touches your heart today. Bless you, my friends.